Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite investigation, uncovering, unlayering, dissection of the corners, the ceilings, the floor, the, the crawl space of Reddit. Just if anybody's wondering and loves how Allison introduces this uh, podcast, there is a merch version of uh, Allison's intros that is on JustBetweenUsPod.com. It's a mug, so you can drink coffee and see everything that Allison has ever said to introduce TLDRI. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Up until it was printed. Up until it was printed. I'm right. still making new stuff every day. It's one of my favorite pieces of merch that we have, and I feel that it's underrated. <laughs> Well, we have not recorded together in I don't even know how long. Over a month, maybe? Is that yeah, true? It's been, well, yeah, because I left on um, December 13th, so yeah. Whoa. Wow. So I don't even really know you two anymore. Oh, I've been to your house. You have literally <laughs> saw me three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if we don't have on-air chemistry anymore? Oh, okay, yeah, we lost it. Yeah. And it's, you know, one of the things we left in 2023. <laughs> yeah, it's done, I guess. But thank God for this show, we have things we can read out loud to each other. So it doesn't really matter if we have original thoughts or conversations. Allison! What? We have original thoughts for each other, okay? I know, but I'm just, 2024 is about lowering expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But if you start with them on the floor, then you can only go up. That's mm. what I'm talking about. I have a new subreddit for all of us. Yeah. I don't think we've done it before. It's entitled Entitled Parents. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I have one that's from that's Entitled People. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we're really we really have some grievances. Look, the, I really the do. chemistry is still cooking. I was oh, going to say sometimes me and Allison are on a wavelength. <laughs> and also me and Melissa show up to recordings dressed alike sometimes. Today, you're both in blue. Yeah, it happens. No, I'm in red. Wow. Shocking. Not black. Also, look at my nails. Can you tell which one is fake? Well, it's kind of blurry. You got to pull them closer. Okay, what do you mean? You which one is fake? One of them, my nail broke like to the middle, and then you had to use a fake tip. My nail is also broken to the middle, and I just put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> what is going oh, on? Well, I don't know. I don't know, but they, they fixed it, and, and the rest are my real nails, and then one is fake, but you can't tell, can you? I can't even remember which is the fake I mean, one. that's really not Just, that shocking. Hey, I don't mean to be awkward, but um, are you married? Me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I, you were just holding up your hand, and I just noticed a ring, right? so I was, oh, yeah. I was so curious. <laughs> Isn't it wild that I'm married? We did it, guys. <laughs> I actually slipped the other day. I was like, well, Allison's boyfriend. And then I went, sorry, her husband? <laughs> also, I slipped I the other day, too. I was awkwardly like, my partner will be there to pick it up. And I'm like, what? Why did I, I mean, that still that? works. Um, I also yeah. found that I do this thing. I'm just thinking of it now. That when I talk about John, I say, Allison's husband, who I like. I like him. I don't know <laughs> do why you not I feel like I like most of your friend's spouses i feel like there's a negative connotation to a woman's husband 
that mm. I have to then, before I speak about him, say, who we like. We like him. But that doesn't sound convincing to me. Really? <laughs> no. I think maybe people think that I would have a problem with, like, a straight guy. So I feel obligated to, when I talk about John, say up front that I like him. He's great. I like him. He's great. That's sure. what I say. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure he appreciates it. Who doesn't love praise, even when yeah. you don't hear it happening? The fans love him. <laughs> he's a big hit, right? <laughs> he's a hit. Our YouTube videos do the best when he's in them. It's so nuts. <laughs> don't know what that says about us, but not here to examine it. But yeah. we are here to examine this post from Entitled Parents, entitled, yeah. My father-in-law had a meltdown because I proved he doesn't know his son. Incredible. Incredible. So me, 34 male, and my husband, 30 male, do our damnedest to not spend an abundance of time with my father-in-law. He's a cowardly narcissist who says hot dog, unironically. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, first of all, but go on. Ever since I came into the picture almost seven years ago, we have simply not meshed. A great deal of that is due to the fact that I've spent those years instilling confidence and boundary setting in husband. Yeah. Father-in-law does not like being told no. We literally got kicked out of a restaurant one time because he couldn't accept that they wouldn't give him a discount. Oh my gosh. So needless to say, our interactions are nothing more than the exchanging of fake pleasantries. Mm -hmm. I know what that's like with certain people. <laughs> yeah. So last week, we're over there for our quarterly visit. The way these evenings typically go is that my husband occupies my father-in-law while my mother-in-law tests out her new English vocabulary on me. Oh, God. Wow. I got to say, I didn't think this guy would still be married, but. I was going to say, I mean, look, <laughs> there's a lot of couples like this where we're like, wow, you really just said, I'm sticking with it. This time, my husband is doing the bulk of the talking to both of them because he's excited about the new organization he's working with. Father-in-law keeps trying to change the subject because it's been two seconds since the subject of the conversation was about him. Wow, I've never experienced this in my life. My husband and my mother-in-law both snap. I'm not entirely sure what they said as my Spanish is still ter terrible, but it amounted to them telling father-in-law to shut the fuck up and listen. Father-in-law gets obstinate and essentially tells my husband that no matter what the organization is, it'll never compare to the work he did in his youth. Father-in-law literally just hiked through Central America with a white savior complex until things got violent and he came back home. Oh, my God. My husband understandably storms out with my mother-in-law hot on his tail. Awkwardness ensues because I'm chuckling at father-in-law. Okay, and so now we have a little dialogue. I'll play the OP and Gabe, do you want to play the father-in-law? I've been preparing for this role my whole life. I was about to say, okay. an entitled parent? Okay, here we go. I, I know something about that. Let me crack my knuckles and get into character. He never spoke to me like that until you came along. I know. I'm so proud. You've changed him. No. This is who he's always been. You just never noticed it before. I know, my son. What's his favorite color? What? What's his favorite color? It's the same one he had as a kid. Dot, dot, dot. Name two of his interests. They don't make any sense. Name them. Dot, dot, dot. Here's an easy one. What's the name of the organization he's working with? Dot, dot, dot. This wannabe Bob Ross granola-eating mofo couldn't answer. My husband said the name of the organization like five times that night. Me. You want to know the sad part? My parents can answer each and every one of those questions, and they've known your son a fraction of the time you have. Gag. Work, bitch. 
Cue the screeching in Spanish. Being yelled at in a foreign language by a non-native speaker is a surreal experience. Obviously, my husband comes in and yells back, and it blows up even more. But the part that stands out is the fact that father-in-law still refused to admit that he just hadn't taken a genuine interest in my husband in years. Like, bruh, you don't even know your kid's favorite color. Hello? Now my husband is contemplating going no contact, and I can't blame him. I love this first this first comment. The truth hurts in every language. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is like sort of arbitrary stuff to know about someone, like, you know, favorite color, things like that. Yeah, but I don't to think not, my parents could answer that. <laughs> but to me. prove that he wasn't even listening that day, so he doesn't even know what the organization is, I find it so fascinating when parents have no interest in what their kid is up to. Mm-hmm. Like when I dated my ex, one of my exes, she finally came out to her her mom at the time and was like talking about me and the the mom had no questions. And then I was like, how like if that was my kid, even if I was homophobic, I would be like, is this person hitting you? Like, that's my thought. Right. Is that like even if you don't even if you're homophobic, even if whatever if to have no interest in what's going on in your kid's life, like you don't even care to be like. Hey, are you happy in your relationship? Are they mean to you? Are they treating you well? Like I would, this is like a really rough thing to say, but I would constantly be like, she doesn't even care to know my name. Like, what if I was like hitting you every day? Like she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like how, how as a parent, are you so uninterested in what's going on with your child? Well, because all sorts of people have kids, right? Like most people you meet aren't awesome, but then a lot of people have children. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, how can you give birth and raise someone who you have no interest in knowing? Well, I think for some people, it's that where like they just don't have interest. And then some people think that their kid is just them. I know. And so they know what's best for their kids. And therefore, they know their kid because they know what their kid should and shouldn't be doing. Also, this seems like this father-in-law, it seems like he wants to be in competition with his son. Like Mm. everything that his son's is doing is not good enough for him or it's not better than something that he's done before it's sad because some of the best people i know their parents don't care about them and i'm like wow you're so awesome if i was born into being your family i would feel so lucky to know you but instead you don't give a shit like it's so weird and i think that's why like we're seeing more conversations about if we have to be in touch with our family members than we did before yeah Like, it's becoming less shocking to hear that somebody is either estranged or has a very, very distant relationship with a family. Um, And it kind of makes sense. I mean, estrangement is very tough, but, like, also this idea that, like, they're your family, you should tolerate everything. Is it something I think we need to to hold on to? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like if I had a kid, I would be, like, so curious of, like, what are your interests going to be? What are you like, what are you going to turn out as? What are you thinking? You know, I would be so curious about this little thing that I made. You just constantly be like, what are you thinking? And the kid's like, I'm napping. Yeah. I'm trying to take a nap. I'm constantly <laughs> just like, just like, have you learned about this yet? And they're like, what? And I'm like, okay, not yet. Or they have their own little personalities. So like seeing it emerge or whatever. And then just be, I guess if, I guess it's like what you wrote about in your thing, right? Like what if your kid is like a Republican? which is the plot of Family Ties. But like... <laughs> that, but that was different because being a Republican then is different than now. Yeah, it just meant he like wore a suit to school. Yeah. 
and he cared a lot about money. Yeah, that was basically it. And we were supposed to be pissed about that. I was listening to a TikTok comedian. I don't remember, even though I see his videos every day. And he was talking about how, like, now they, like, teach math differently to kids. Mm-hmm. And so when he's, like, trying to help his kids, he's like, I have no idea what this process is. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that with your nieces and nephews, Melissa? Yeah, there's new math. There. I mean, like, the answer is still the same, but they try to come up with a different way for them to get to the answer. And I'm like... Let's just get to the answer. Yeah, it's like a whole long process Mm -hmm. thing to like get to the same answer. Well, I remember growing up, my parents were like, I would be like, I'm doing multiplication tables and my parents would be like, good luck. I think my mom honestly was helping me cheat because we had to like write the times tables by hand, like all Mm -hmm. the time, like at night, like for homework, we would just have to write the times tables. I don't know if you had that. And my mom was like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. So she just wrote some of them with me. We were just sitting there writing the times tables together. She was like, why are they making you do this for like, we had to write it. They would be like, okay, go home and write all of them four times. I would just go through and because it's the, you're just adding like, if it's the multiplication by three, you're just adding three to each one. So just go through and just do the numbers and not even yeah, think about it. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all memorization. There's no point. Yeah, they were having us memorize. Yeah. But it's but it's like, why by hand in the, yeah. what grade was I in? That would have been, been like, like fifth third, grade. Fifth. Third grade. I think it was. It was third <laughs> right. grade. I'll tell you, it was Mrs. Zidell in third grade who was not nice. And took away my beanie baby one time. So is this the math teacher that no the your math life? teacher that I hated was Miss Cone. This is another uh-huh. math teacher who I didn't like, Miss Zidell. <laughs> and then, um, and then I have teachers I did like, Miss Cole, who my mom is still a friends with. Oh. Uh, yeah, and uh, Mora Not, I liked her. You didn't have to write the times tables over and over again. You can't ask me something about my childhood. I'm not gonna know. Okay, well, no your idea. parents would remember because it's torturous. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out and I think the not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, (gasps) 
JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. Truvega is owned by Electricor and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy-to-use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit Truvega.com, T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com, and enter promo code Just Between Us to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast, and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code Just Between Us. Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another controversial topic, in addition to writing out times tables by hand, (laughs) (laughs) is from a very intriguing new subreddit called Change My View. Oh, I love this. Oof, I hate this already. (laughs) A place to post an opinion you accept may be flawed in an effort to understand other perspectives on the issue. Enter with a mindset for conversation, not debate. This is how I live my life. (laughs) Is it though? Yeah, I'm down. You're not for looking com- for a debate. I was going to no, say, are you I more love- of a debater? No, I would love a conversation. Okay, after this, we'll all have to share one change my viewpoint. That oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> have a conversation about. So this one is entitled "Flaking has become too normalized and should be more condemned." Incorrect. False. Well, let's see. This has 3.6 million members, by the way. Incredible. Ranked in the top 1% by size. So people really are looking for conversations out there. Yeah. OP writes, I can say I have never flaked on someone in my life, and I take pride in that. Hmm. It's just a disgusting thing to do and shows a lack of concern for people other than yourself. Yet in today's time, flaking has become so normal, it's actually a bigger issue if you call it out. It's so normalized, it's predictable, and I'm actually surprised when people keep their word. Hmm. Imagine you had a watch that had the amount of time you had left to live. I walk past you and steal two hours. How would you feel about that? This is the plot of the movie About Time with Justin Timberlake. Anyway, please go on. I don't think it's called About Time. That's a different movie. There's no way he's in a movie called Just in Time, right? As Justin Timberlake. There is a movie About Time with Justin Timberlake. In Time. And Amanda Seyfried. What is it called? In Time. In Time. In Time. About Time is a beautiful coming-of-age story (laughs) about a young man and his father, and I really recommend it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. How would you feel about that? Would you call me out for this behavior, or would you go on about your Mm. business? What if multiple people did this consistently, so you were losing 10 hours a week? What if we translate that time to money, and now this person is taking $100 from you? Most people would see this as a problem, I believe. 
That's basically what flaking is. When you agree to meet, hang out, date, whatever, you're taking someone's time. Say you're meeting at five to nine. That's four hours blocked away. But you also have to take into account the preparation time, which is on the low end one hour. You also have to give time in case it runs late. So that's another hour. That's six hours of your life. It also keeps you from pre-filling that time with other things you may want to do. Maybe you could find something else to do, but chances will be making last-minute plans won't be something as good as you could have planned. Yeah, sometimes emergencies come up, but very rarely, and most of the emergencies aren't emergencies at all. It's really just, I don't feel like it. There's so much defense for flaking people have been gaslit into accepting it, where if you actually expect people to keep their word, you're the bad person. To conclude, I think flaking should be more condemned and frowned upon rather than accepted as normal. Also, flaky people are shit. Hard agree. Yeah, I mean, what counts as flaking? If I canceled the day before, is that a flake? No. I think I think 24 hours notice, great. Thank okay. you. Now I have time to rearrange my schedule. But if you cancel anywhere after that 24 hours, maybe the morning of, if it's an, an evening type thing, fine. Mm-hmm. But I hate my time being wasted because I schedule out my time every single day. And if you mess up something where you are like half an hour late or an hour late or two hours late, and it's your also your profession has to do with time, that really irritates me. Like, I cannot stand when people are just wasting my time. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me, it's all about like the the amount of notice. It's hard, though, because I love to to cancel. I'm just like really hoping that something gets canceled. Then don't schedule it. Well, when I, I wanted to schedule it in the moment. And then I'm tired or I feel overwhelmed by the plan. I think that the worst thing was when I was like early on in my career and you would have all of these meetings and you like had nothing going on. So these meetings meant so much to you, like just like a general meeting with like mm-hmm. an executive that was not going to lead anywhere. But like the fact that they had agreed to meet with you was just like so freaking exciting. And the amount of times that those meetings got rescheduled like the I hate night that. before. Was, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable the way yes. that this industry just cancels meetings on you the day before, like more consistently than they keep the meeting. Or like when you send information before time too, and then they don't review it. And then they come into the meeting as if they know absolutely nothing about it when you sent the material and they ask for it. That aggravates me too. We're wasting time. <laughs> and most people have assistants. The assistants are filling all in on the information doesn't make any sense one time i had a meeting at a bit network and um we're supposed to meet with an exec they sent someone else to the meeting that person didn't know anything about what we were meeting about like they thought we were having a general meeting and it was a very specific meeting about a pitch that they had requested oh no what did you do just like bantered for like 15 minutes and then we're like hey do you want us to put the pitch up that you requested? Like we have a whole deck. We're not even in a room that's equipped for a deck. We had to move rooms. Wow. Were they apologetic or or were they just like, huh, so weird? Yep. That was the second. Huh, so weird. <laughs> My manager was pissed. So Allison, do you have a, a spicy change my view? Yes, I do, but I refuse to change it. Okay, what is it? Here's my argument. Once you hit late 20s, no event should start after 8 p.m. Okay. Like, if you're having a party, 
I don't want to go after 8 p.m. I can't show up at your party at 9 o'clock. <laughs> okay, but if it starts at 7, can you stay past 8? Yes, yes. I'm okay. saying the start time. The start time of an event, once you're in your late 20s, should not start past 8 p.m. Any event? Any event. <laughs> like sometimes like a, a club, like what if you go to dinner first and then like a club thing is like at, at 10? But you're already out. That's you're already different. out. I'm talking about starting your night. Any like where I don't leave my home to go somewhere until after 8 p.m. Okay. No, thank you. Well, as everyone knows, we have very different lifestyles. Um, <laughs> I sometimes am leaving my house when I know Allison is asleep. <laughs> Interesting. I guess I wouldn't mind because I then I could just show up whatever time I want. So if people want to start things at 730, that's fine. I'll still get there at 10. Right. Doesn't bother yeah. me. I'm fine with this. It's not a hard and fast rule, but. You see where I'm coming from. Yeah, I don't I don't have any arguments against you. Thank you. Wow. Okay. I mean, good gracious, I have so many. Do you think this show this show is entirely just me doing this? Yeah, but um, sometimes you're just lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> You've literally said you that lie you lie. You say that I, I actually don't agree with that. I'm just saying it to have a conversation. Sometimes, this has to be yeah. something you absolutely one hundred percent is your hard and fast fact to you. Well, I said this on an episode before, but I think people should be in each other's business more. Oh, it's none of my business why they broke up. Whose business is it then? Make it your business. Otherwise, things are so boring. Nah. I, this is my thing. Here's what I'm saying. Gossip is good. Here I am, someone who makes nothing anyone else's business and yeah. then there's a, a certain mystique about me uh-huh i don't like the mystique i'll be honest okay <laughs> i'm not drawn to the mystique i'm more drawn to the moments of openness from you wow but that makes sense to my personality mm -hmm. i'm sure many people are drawn to the mystique but to me i'm drawn to those those glimmers of moments where you reveal something you can't have the glimmers without the mystique though they go hand in hand because she's got to give and she's got to take away. Or just withhold. I don't have any mystique. Do you wish I had more mystique? No. That's who you are. I'm not going to change who you are. I like who you are as you exist. Well, it's interesting. You're not drawn to the chase, but you've been forced into the chase a few times. A few times? Well, I guess just Dan. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out and I think the not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, oh, JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. Truvega is owned by Electricore and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. 
Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy-to-use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit Truvega.com, T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com, and enter promo code Just Between Us to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast, and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code Just Between Us. For our last post, uh, I'd love to read one from the subreddit R Love, which is which is kind of wonderful that they even have this subreddit. Uh, nowhere near as many followers <laughs> as some of the other bangers, but pretty respectable at 370k. And this post is titled "I couldn't reach my boyfriend for a while tonight and called him 15 plus times before he answered. He was just sleeping. His reaction melted me." Backstory, I am diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. So yes, I have a problem and I am actively working on it through medications and therapy. Same. My boyfriend always calls me before he goes to sleep. If for some reason he falls asleep without calling, which is very rare, I call him before I go to sleep, which has always woken him up. We only sleep apart from each other once a week. Tonight, for about an hour, I couldn't get a hold of him. Thinking back on it rationally, I should have realized he was probably deeply sleeping as he didn't get much sleep the night before, but my anxiety convinced me he was dead somewhere. So my call finally woke him up and I was just a sobbing, blubbering mess. He didn't once berate me, make excuses, or make me feel stupid. He just apologized. He had nothing to apologize for and reassured me. I told him I felt crazy. He said that is not true. He told me that my anxiety is part of me and he loves all of me, even the anxiety. I've never felt so reassured and safe. This man understands everything about me, even the parts I don't truly understand fully. He understands my anxiety without ever having experienced it himself. He amazes me every day. Aww. Isn't that beautiful? See, that's really nice and like... It just shows that there's a lid for every pot because I think there's a a world in which this person says this and then everyone's like, yo, bro, she's crazy. Like, she's crazy. Like, it really just shows that it's sometimes it's just a matter of not being compatible with someone versus being compatible with someone. And yes, you have to work on yourself. And yes, like, you know, you can't just have all kinds of wild behaviors with no accountability. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just an understanding of how anxiety works, right? Like, it's somebody who, like, truly understands how anxiety functions and understands, like, that a break in the routine and a break in the agreement is going to trigger that and to not have judgment and instead just, like, have compassion for it and space for it is, like, so beautiful. And I and I love that this story is, like, out in the world so people can see that, like, that type of relationship and dynamic is totally possible. People paint with a broad brush. Oh, if she calls you so many times while you're sleeping, she's crazy. Or if, like, if he does this, like, you know, people want to put their own relationship, like, experiences on other people, and it's just not one size fits all. Well, I wanted to leave us on that beautiful note before we dive into Reddit or Not, where we try to stump Reddit by coming up with something that has never been on Reddit before. Whose turn is it? Is it mine? 
I think it's my turn. Oh, Melissa's turn. Melissa, you go. A subreddit about people that can't get things out from between their teeth. (laughs) Anything? They can't get anything out from within their teeth? They just have like one thing stuck and they can't get it out. And it has to be a whole subreddit. It can't just be. It can be a post. Okay. Food stuck in between teeth. Any suggestions on removal? Oh, babe. Water pick. No, so this is posted in Need Advice, labeled under dental. And the OP says, I ate some chicken about 30 hours ago, and it was rather dry. After I finished eating, pieces of it got stuck in my teeth. I managed to get most out except for two spots. One, I should be able to get out soon enough, but the other, not so much. It's very lodged in there. And then here is an image of teeth with numbering. (laughs) Oh, it's just a numbering. Okay. Well, this is a pro-life tip. Have something stuck in your teeth you can't seem to get out no matter how hard you try. Tie a knot in your dental floss. Ah. A knot in your dental floss? Yeah, because then it'll make the floss like thicker and then you can just pull it, I think. Oh, interesting. That would make sense. Did you ever have, when you had a loose tooth, did your parents ever wrap it Mm-mm. in floss and then slam a door? No, I always thought that was inhumane. I can't remember. I know people do that, but I can't remember if I ever did it. Inhumane. Me as well. Definitely wasn't how most of my teeth came out. Just to me. I mean, I know it's very normal, but to me, I'm like, that sounds... Like, it's it's the, the act of sitting there, wrapping it around the tooth, when you can just pull it out. You're already in there. Just pull it out. And then you got to tie this long string to a tooth and then slam it shut because it's got to be fast enough yep. that it yanks it out. And then it's going to make yep. the noise, and then your tooth's just dangling, maybe. It, the yep. tough tooth can go anywhere because you're really tying it on the uh, fibers that hold your teeth, the nerves that are holding your teeth in place. Oh, yeah. We did that. Oh, God. I wanted that money. <laughs> nah, mine would be like one hanging loose and my dad, will like, well, I'll be just in conversation. He'll just go and then just flick it out. He He's would just done. grab it Work. out of your mouth? Fl- like, it'll just flick it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be it over. Be Didn't even have to think about it. All the attention when your tooth comes out at school and you get all yeah. the attention and everyone's like, oh, my God. And you have like a tooth to show and you're the center of attention. Chef's yes. kiss. Have you both had your wisdom teeth out? Mm-hmm. No. Me neither. Mine had to get. Oh, no. I had my wisdom teeth out. That's not true. I had my wisdom teeth out. I don't have my tonsils, but my wisdom teeth. Do you have your wisdom teeth out? Melissa? Yeah, they got cut out. I still have mine. You're an anomaly. Yeah, I think they're like in the back of my head. They're like not coming no. down yet. Well, yeah, mine started coming in. I think I got mine taken out when I was that summer before junior year of high school. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. I'm 34 and still waiting. Yeah, you're, some people, they just don't come yeah, down. I don't, so. I don't think they're ever going to come down. Nah. I had to go back to school with my face all swollen, and then this these girls said that I looked like a chipmunk. And then she drew my face all swollen in a, in a picture and then gave it to me. And this was a friend. <laughs> 
note, thank you all so much for listening. We will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us that you can access ad-free on patreon.com slash justbetweenus. There will also be a huge chunk of the interview up for free on your regular feed. And then we will be back on Monday with another full episode of Too Long Did Read It, which you can watch on video if you get our Patreon, which is only $3 a month, so... What are you waiting for? So much content. That's eight ad-free episodes a month for $3. All right. ta ta la tot Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Mprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.